great folks. John Burton Show presented by Omni Nashville Hotel, Pat and Cook, and uh, the Strike Bear Family Fun Center Studio. Uh, Friday morning, uh, commitments. Pat and what? The festivities start Thursday night when everybody checks in down at the Omni Hotel. Then commitments and bar lines. Six until eleven. Are you going to be down there? Are you going to be here? Uh, Don't know yet. I'll be texting Adam here to get my uh, marching uh, get your, orders. Get your sorted. instructions. Yeah, you're, I'm. Uh, you're pulling for the buffet. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> Teresa Walker, Associated Press at Teresa M Walker on Twitter X. Hello, Teresa. Good morning, T. Good morning, guys. How are we doing? Today? Doing all right. Just awful news with yeah. uh, the passing of Frank Wycheck. And I know you and I were around from the beginning down when they, well, hell, I was down in Houston that whole year. And just a, he was the face in a lot of ways of this move and this franchise and off the field as much of, of an impact as he was on it. Well, that's the thing. I mean, gutting, actually. I mean, uh, you know, couple of my friends, you know, shared my story or commented on it on Facebook yesterday. And it's like, these never get easier, okay? I covered Steve McNair's death, Rob Morones, uh, Floyd Reese, Mike Heimerdinger. But, but this one, I think, sadly, all of us who covered uh, Frank and, and knew about his issues, his, and, and he talked about, you know, believing he had CTE, kind of knew this was coming. And in the journalism business, we do what we call obit preparedness, to be ready. I couldn't bring myself to do this because, you know, Frank was the guy that, you know, you could go to as a journalist. We call them go-to guys. Uh, he taught practices, games, wins, losses, didn't matter. He was available, and he would give you, as, as you know, to the best of his ability, you know, the uh, great answers. I mean, I, I, you know, I almost quoted him too much because between him, Steve, and Eddie, I mean, those were the three guys, especially after Aldo Greco retired, that it was just easy to go to him because you knew what you were going to get. And Frank was just, he was a great person, too. Um, but you could see the toll. I mean, that last season, he, you know, the fact that uh, he – you know, he had two concussions in a month, mm. and he came back because, you know, and I talked to him when uh, a couple years later, uh, 2014, I think it was, when Wes Welker was trying to come back and play with the Broncos, and I think, you know, that they had Peyton Manning and chasing that ring and that desire, trying to just fight through something and, and you know, knowing that there's probably a price to be paid because, at that time, we, we, we knew so much more then than we knew in the 90s, uh, and we've gained so much more knowledge about what concussions do to the brain. That And, and you know, he talked to me about it. And it, it, it's like I saved some of those quotes, guys, because it, it, I knew that I would need them someday. And But to hear, read that release yesterday, you know, from Teresa Hallbrooks and her company, who you know, she used to work for the Titans, it, 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 it was a gut punch. Uh, you know, the news that I never wanted to truly hear. Yeah, T, uh, just, you know, we were talking, we've been talking all morning just about how, you know, and we had Coach Fisher on last hour and he was talking about just how he really embraced being not only a go-to guy for the media, but a go-to guy for the fans. I, he, he seemed to, I wasn't here to cover him, but it seemed like he took a lot of pride in being one of the faces of this franchise, especially when they made the move from, you know, Texas to here. Well, think about this. He was a sixth round pick out of Maryland and, you know, Washington, you know, let him go. The Titans picked him up off of waivers and he becomes 
a face of a franchise. You know, he wasn't the face, but for so many fans he was because he was that, I mean, you know, Steve McNair was, you know, the number three pick overall in the, in the draft. And he was a Heisman Trophy finalist out of Alcorn State. You knew about him. I mean, you know, before this team ever relocated to Tennessee, you knew of him. Uh, Eddie George, you know, was also a Heisman candidate. Played at Ohio, the Ohio State University. Played again. His last college game was against the Tennessee Volunteers. You know, so people knew about Eddie. Frank Wycheck was, you know, a guy that was like he picked up his lunch pail and his hard hat and went to work. And, you know, and, and that kind of blue collar approach you know he connected with people uh, on on a personal basis and then he goes on and after his career and is doing the color commentary for games for so long you know he had the morning show and you know so you know he was talking with people and you know when when you hear somebody like that you know whether it's on radio or tv and or you've seen them you connect with them. So he felt like, you know, for, and yes, he signed so many autographs for so many people that you feel like they're family in a way. So, you know, he was absolutely that person that, you know, Steve McNair, you know, he seemed like Superman because he played through so many injuries. Eddie George was mm-hmm. just, you know, kind of, uh, you know, he, he was he, Superman. <laughs> yes. And, 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 but Frank Wycheck, as amazing as he was with a perfect passer rating, let's not forget mm-hmm. that the man who, and, 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 and I'm just going to say, there was somebody who, who came back at me on social media yesterday taking issue with my headline because I went with the man who threw the lateral in the Music City Miracle. Uh, guys, when, when the NFL celebrated its 100-year anniversary, that was the number four greatest play of those first 100 years. Crazy me, I went with that. He thought I should just simply say Titans great in my headline. And, you oh, know, geez. I... I Sorry, I disagree with you. We everybody in Tennessee knows he was a Titans great. For the rest of the world and the rest of the country, the Music City Miracle is what Frank Wycheck will be remembered for most. Yeah, I mean, whoever whoever, you know, gave gave you crap on social media for that needs to get a life and get out of his parents' basement. It's probably Jeff in the borough. But anyway, <laughs> um yeah, uh, certainly, certainly sad, sad news. Uh, the awkward transition. There is a game tonight. Titans in Miami uh, to play the Dolphins. Tennessee about a two touchdown underdog in this one. If there is a path to victory tonight for the Titans, what would it be in your mind, Teresa? Playing keep away. Uh, they ran for 177 yards last week in overtime. And that was with Derrick Henry leading the field with about ten and a half minutes left in in, in regulation uh, for the evaluation of a, a potential concussion. And they still ran for 177 yards. Yes, I know it was overtime, and they held, but they held the ball for almost 39 minutes. They have to keep the ball away from that team. That that drive a couple weeks ago where they held the ball for nine minutes and 36 seconds. Do that. Stay on the field which has been a massive issue, especially coming out of halftime. If they can fix that problem tonight and just simply take the ball away from Tua, don't give him a chance to throw it deep to the cheetah, that's your best opportunity because you don't have Jeff Simmons. Uh, Tierra Tart is questionable. Christian Fulton was ruled out for this game. You've got a new punter. Oh, my God. You've got a new special teams coach in Tom Quinn who's been with the team, so he knows the players. He knows the issues. Uh, he's done this before in the league for a long time with the New York Giants, survived four head coaches there. But if, if Will Levis and this team can simply find a way to, I mean, 
And this is what Steve and Eddie and Frank specialized at so very much in 99 and 2000. Was It's almost like a boa constrictor, taking the ball, keeping it on offense, and squeezing the life out of the other team. And, yes, uh, there's some fans right now, you know, kind of twitching because they're thinking back to 13-10 games uh, that were often played, but it can be an effective way. And against a team that puts up points the way the Dolphins do, it's their best and probably only chance to win this game because, let's face it, the defense just has struggled to get the ball taken away from the other team this year. So they're near the bottom in takeaways of the league. So keep the ball. Don't let them have it. You look at this team, though, you you play it out. I mean, I guess they're mathematically still alive. Common sense says, shut up with that. Uh, you know, <laughs> But where this team is, though, what will this finish be? Well, they got four more games, right? Uh, yeah, after yeah. tonight. Yeah, after tonight. Sounds right. Yeah, yeah, this, uh, yeah this is game number 13 for them, right? Yeah, yeah they're, so, yeah, they're what, four and eight. So. What, what will it take to feel good about this season as we close it, the last month? See what these rookies can do. I mean, the, the yeah. rookie class is playing, contributing, um, and, 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 and yes, you do want to see them learn, try to win some games here. Okay. So for the people, and, and you talk about, you know, talk about being on life support, essentially, uh, the, uh, New England Patriots in the AFC were eliminated yesterday. Uh, the Titans can see that from where they're at because literally they're the last AFC team alive right now at 15th. So at four and eight, uh, you know, they lose tonight, then we might get the eliminated here in the next 24 hours. But this is a young group. Uh, Rand Carthon's first draft class, Will Levis, uh, you know, Jalen Duncan at left tackle, Peter Skaronsky at left guard. You know, these players uh, are getting a lot of playing experience. I mean, my God, on offense, they've had more snaps since Will Levis took over as the starter uh for the rookies on offense alone than any other team in the league. So they're getting playing experience, but you know, win. You know, do some things. We saw Will Levis drive them down the field for the touchdown in the fourth quarter. And if not for the missed extra point, that might have been a winning drive in the fourth quarter for a rookie quarterback. He drove them down the field again uh in overtime to set up a forty six yard field goal. So see them doing those things. You know, putting themselves in position, even if they don't win, making plays, uh, trying to see improvement week to week. Those are the things you want to be seeing because what we do know is once the season is over, Rand Carthon and Mike Brable can then get to work because they're going to have resources. Okay. You know, the reports are that the cap this next year could be $240 million. The Titans are right there at the top in cap space as it is to go shopping and fill some of their needs. They're going to, you know, the Kevin Byard trade. I know that people hated it. Uh, and, and, and shout out to the Byard uh, Legacy Foundation for, you know, putting out. They're trying to help the uh, tornado victims here in Middle Tennessee as we speak. Um, but that brought back more draft capital so that they have more ammunition to fill the many, many holes in this roster. Uh, Tennessee basketball, nice win over Illinois over the weekend. They finally beat a ranked team. How important, I know it's early, but how important is that, uh, win for, you know, polishing the profile uh, of, uh, of Tennessee basketball at this point in the season in your mind? Well, JB, it was huge because, you know, the people see record and that's what they focus on. They don't notice the fact that two of the losses were in Maui on back-to-back days to teams that were ranked in the top five. 
okay? Uh, they don't notice that the loss to, well, North Carolina was on the road in North Carolina, and a team that is now, at least last week, I'm waiting for the new poll to see where they're at now, but they were number nine in the country. So those three losses, top ten, top nine teams in the country, okay? Um, and so to get a chance to finally play a ranked team on their home court uh, had to be a huge confidence booster. Uh, and, and the talk coming out of that game was, you know, that, that they can be better. And the best thing about these games is that it has shown – that they can improve, that they can get better, and they can do, they can be everything that they need to be uh, come March. These games, you know, the loss, one loss record doesn't matter so much as the lessons learned by Rick Barnes and his, and more importantly, that roster on what to do in crunch situations. And Dalton Connect, we, we saw Santiago Vescovi look more like, you know, the guy that, you know, we were expecting. Um, uh, and, and they need so desperately. Uh, so, you know, Dalton Connect, I tell you, where in the world did he come from? Yeah, he's a he's guy been great. Shown that he, he's shown that he wants the ball and will go finish. Huge, huge key for them. So that's the thing that they need to be doing right now. And, and, and guys, crazy as it seems, we're a couple of weeks away from starting SEC play. Well, first off, the losses haven't hurt Tennessee at all. I, I mean, they. I looking right now this morning, NCAA net, they're tenth in the country, uh, and that is still the best among all SEC teams. Alabama <laughs> is eleven, and you look at the teams they've lost to. Right, Purdue is four, all the way through Syracuse is up there as well. So yeah, I, the, those these aren't like losing to Grambling at home, okay, or Presbyterian. Just leave it at that. Uh, very, 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 very true. So, <laughs> um, yes, and, 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 and which is interesting because, you know, Memphis uh, came off a big road win against the ranked A&M team, and they've been receiving votes. I'm, uh, I'm going to be waiting for the men's top 25 to come out also to see do they move up, and that's a team that because of the uh, conference, the American Athletic Conference, they need these non-conference uh, victories. Well, Vanderbilt probably going to Memphis later this month is not going to be quite what it was, but they do have Clemson and Virginia, I think Virginia, coming in. So it's going to be very interesting. The state of basketball in this state is looking good, but it usually does. And But for the Vols, I mean, let's face it, Josiah Jordan-James, Vescovy both came back. Why? Because they wanted to try and help Tennessee do something that has never been done. Mm. And, and, and we know what that is. They've never gotten to a Final Four. And, you know, shoot, getting past the, the, the Sweet 16 at this point would be a nice step in the right direction. Well, uh, what are your thoughts on uh, Middle Tennessee hiring Derek Mason? Great move. I mean, shoot, did you see how active he was this weekend? I mean, yeah. you know, he was at the Christmas parade, high-fiving kids. Uh, you know, he spoke at the basketball game that was, you know, delayed. They had to take cover from the tornadoes Saturday night. Uh, so, you know, he, he, he's out there working. And, you know, Derek Mason is a great guy. He's a known quantity in this market as well. Um, and, you know, he's used to working with not the best resources. So I think he's probably a, but while competing at the top level. So I think that is a great combination for Middle Tennessee. And I'm curious to see what he does. Uh, you know, since he left Vanderbilt or was fired by Vanderbilt, you know, the, you know, the, the portal has become something that's new. NIL is, is, is new in the world. So, uh, how does he handle that? 
and at that level in Conference USA is going to be a question. But the man can coach. We know that. He is very charismatic, and, you know, that's something that, you know, after 18 years with Rick Stock, still no offense, love Coach Stock, but, you know, sometimes change can be good. Teresa, thank you. Well You're done. Welcome. Well yeah. done. What are your better we, segments? We spanned the globe yeah, in, I mean, in this good, segment you know, this, this yeah. week, man. We, we went all around the place. Well, we try, and, uh, you know, because that's what we do. Uh, you know, I, I, this is why you have me on. I work for an organization where we literally cover everything and the world. <laughs> Spanning the globe to bring you the constant yes. variety of sports. Thank you, Teresa. Thanks, T. Have a great day. Thanks, guys. I was trying to find where Vanderbilt's net is. and I, are they?